We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life. And that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future, but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that we'll move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into reinventing thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to this week's episode of the Reinventing Thyself podcast, episode 44, where we are going to talk about when your mom identity changes. And that is something that's been a little heavy on my heart considering the time of year and having two boys that are no longer in the house. So we are going to dive into that in just a second. But before we do that, if you haven't caught an episode before, welcome. I'm glad you are here and investing in yourself, carving out some time. I'm honored that you are taking some time to listen to this podcast. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I am a life and leadership coach for women. And one of the best things that we can do for ourselves is to reinvent thyself, especially when we are experiencing new beginnings, when we're in that space of a gap, not knowing how to get to from where we are to where we want to be. And we can't do that in terms of bringing our old self with us. We have to reinvent thyself and bring a new self with us. So perhaps today we'll offer you some inspiration when we talk about that whole aspect of mom identity. Now, if you're not sure if now is the time to reinvent thyself, make sure you head to michelleshutter.com because I have a quiz there that will give you some clarity around this whole process of reinventing thyself. So, you know, let's dive in. It's fall, right? Well, technically not by the calendar. We don't want to wish summer away by any means, but there's changes, right? There's um, some good things happening. Cooler temperatures, Friday night lights for those football play football players and football parents. Um, the pumpkin love is starting to resurface. There's a routine back in the house, back to school, all those, you know, favorite things with fall. However, with that, comes back to school and with back to school for some of us moms it's a first and it may not be a first it could be a second it could be a third and in all of those changes no matter what time it is it impacts us in a different way it challenges our mom identity and what I want to do today in this episode is just to share my perspective share my story my experience with you It is not going to be identical for you. Yes, you may, again, see some similarities in that. However, take what resonates with you. Take what 
feels good to you and, and move forward with it. And the rest, just leave behind. You know, those firsts are challenging, whether it, you're dropping your child off at kindergarten for the first time or whether you've had just a great summer and your child's in, you know, fourth grade and you're like, oh, I wish, you know, the summer didn't end and or whether it's a college drop off. All of those are hard on our heart in some way, shape or form. And it's not just with the first child. It, it again, as I mentioned, you can experience it with every child and and two of my boys are away so I've had two experiences with this and it's different for each one but yet there are similar similarities within my own story you know dropping your child off and I'm gonna go more from the perspective of college um, but dropping your child off for the first time you can't necessarily prepare for that and you can't necessarily um, know exactly how it's going to unfold much like childbirth right like you can read all the books you can um, take all the classes do everything right but when you're in the heat of childbirth it can be challenging and when they push put that baby in your arms for the first time like your life changes dramatically in a way that you couldn't necessarily prepare yourself until you experience it. And that's how it is, in my perspective, for college drop-offs. And it's really this abundance of love that, that reaches a whole new level, that rushes through you because you're so dang proud of your kids, right? For all they've accomplished, um, for who they are, where they're going, what, what the future holds for them. And so your heart just swells with this pride and this love. And at the same time, there, there's a space of uh, this place within you that you're proud of yourself. Right? You're proud of yourself for raising an amazing child, for taking that child through you know, the 18 years plus of their life. And, and your role as a mom isn't done, but it is changing in a significant way. In a way, yes, it changes your identity as a mom. But for me, another big piece of this is that the family dynamics change in a big way. And that's hard on my heart, um, without a doubt. So yes, when your child leaves home or um, th there's a complete halt or a disruption to you know your the schedule or um, you know laundry, making meals, like all of this stuff that always went on in your house that you just took on, like there's a disruption to it. There's a halt to it. And I even feel that with two kids still at home, like it's different. It's really different. And as I mentioned, you know, the family dynamics just really change. So here's my story in terms of like the college drop off. So 2017, we dropped my oldest son off. Um, he went to college about three and a half years away, or three and a half years, three and a half hours away. And I didn't really, like leading up to it, I felt like I was okay with everything until like I went into his room and saw how empty it was. And that just like, you know, you know that feeling, right? Your heart starts to creep up right into your throat. Your, your gut just feels like, oh my gosh. And the other piece of it when it like really hit home is when he had to say goodbye to his girlfriend and his heart was hurting so deeply. And both of those experiences were like, oh my gosh, you know, like how am I going to make it through this? 
and and people do right you you can see moms from all walks of life that have experienced it and made it through but when you're in that moment you're thinking how uh, am I ever going to do this, right? Like he's not going to be here on a daily basis. I don't get to see him physically on a daily basis. Yes, you know, you can FaceTime and share pictures and all that, but it's different when they're physically not in your proximity. And so we went and, you know, did the drop off, um, got the room ready, and it, it was all great. It was fun. It was exciting. It was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so excited because I miss my college years. Like, I remember what it was like for me. And everything was fine. And then it got to, you know, time to say goodbye. And I was in this place of, you know what, like, I'm going to be strong and I'm not going to, you know, let him see me be emotional. And thinking back on that, I'm like, hmm. I could have let him see me be emotional because when they see emotion, it gives them an opportunity to process their own emotions, right? So why are, why do we hold back? It, it's a lesson for everybody. But the one thing that really like broke me down was um, we had his two little brothers along, or littlest brothers along, and they were in tears to say goodbye. And in that moment, it was oh, like you almost get emotional thinking about it right now. Um, you knew the family dynamics changed dramatically. And that, that I think is almost harder for me than like who am I as a mom because I'm not here to support him, or he's not with me on a, a regular basis to support. Um, and at the, the same time, you, you get like, all of these worries that like rise to the surface in an instant it's like crazy ridiculous and you know you're thinking like will he be okay will he be safe what if he gets sick like all this and it's not their worries it, that's what's so crazy about it right like it is all our garbage all of our anxiousness our fears our worries that rise to the surface that don't need to be projected onto our child they will figure it out. They will navigate their life in a way that serves them the best. But yet we let all of this mind garbage just get in the way. And when I think about that, I also think, and had I known now what I know now is, dang, that's really a great experience, a great time to be reflective and look at why why am I stuck in this mind garbage? Why are these fears or these anxieties coming up? That it really has nothing to do with them. It has to do with me. And so this experience is just holding a mirror up to me. And how can I shift that? So that was the first drop off. I remember coming home and going um, to a, a football game that night. But even before I got to the football game, our second son had taken on the liberty to like change rooms out when, when we were gone. Didn't ask, didn't do anything, just on his own changed rooms out. Rooms out. And that was triggering for me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was triggering um, because I wasn't ready to have that much change already in my house uh, on the on moving day, right? So we made him change back. And um, that night, I remember going to the football game. And again, it just like all these little things. So seeing somebody else wear the number um, that my son wore the previous year, you know, like all of that just pulls on your heart uh, at a 
in a different way. Um, so that was drop off number one. That was 2017. Then came drop off for our son number two in um, 2020. That was challenging because, as you know, that was um, a year of shutdown and a year of different things for kids. So he was supposed to have a roommate initially, but then because of the situation, they put him all in single rooms. Um, knowing that he was going there, not knowing a single soul um, was a little unsettling, I'm not going to lie, because he really had nobody to reach out to immediately. Like he had to build friendships right away. I'm so grateful that he was connected with the football program at his school because he made friends really quickly and developed some deep, great friendships. Um, but I'm here to say drop off number two was not any easier. And you would think it would be because you've already experienced it. You know what to expect. Mm, not so much. Um, for my son, for this one, it was, um, you know, we got him in his room. We went and picked up his computer and things. And um, he comes out of that and he says, I'm ready to go. All right, let's go home. And as a mom to hear that, you're like, oh boy. And he's more than three and a half hours away from home, right? So it isn't like you can run there. You can run there and back in a day, but it isn't necessarily a convenience um, space to be in. So he was ready to, um, to go home. And that just made my heart sink because I'm like, what on earth is going to happen here? But again, like all these worries start to come to the surface and, and bubble up. And again, it is this projection of your junk is just being, you know, the mirror is being held up to you and your junk is being exposed for you to go through, to for you to reflect for you to figure out where is this coming from and do I want to spend my energy in this space, right? So that drop-off was really challenging. That was really hard to say goodbye. Um, I can tell you I feel like I filled the Mississippi River on the way home because it was the, the crying of, like I almost couldn't catch my breath um, kind of crying because, again, I you you the fi family dynamics was changing but yet you're leaving your your child in a, a space where he's not feeling 100% confident with things within a day or so you know that completely turned around but um super super challenging so then in this mom identity you're thinking okay what could I have done better what what didn't how didn't I serve him and again it's this space of you have to release that and know that in every single moment of motherhood, you did the best you, can, you could at the moment, right? Was it perfect? Absolutely not. However, are you going to spend your energy beating yourself up about it? Mm, no, not so much. Now, in 2023, I get to do it all over again because my third son, our third son, is a senior. And do I expect it to be any easier? Mm, no, I don't. <laughs> because again, the family dynamics are changing. So to have, you know, two away and just two here, it's, it's challenging. I, our house has been so loud for so long that when it is quiet around here, sometimes it's almost deafening. And it's almost of that, that space where I don't know what to do with myself kind of thing. Um, again, it is also goes back to 
we have to trust the process of life, right? And all of the all of this from drop off at 4K or kindergarten all the way to where drop off is at college, it's just preparing us to learn to let go, letting go at, at a whole new level and trusting the process. Um, as I mentioned, you know, that, that the most challenging part I feel for me at times is the change in the fi- family dynamics. Not only has our house always been loud and noisy, but, you know, like I love it when they're singing to music and, and they're wrestling with each other and they're, they're talking smack. But more importantly than all of that is just the relationship and connection that they have with one another when they're all together. Is it perfect? Does everybody get along equally the same? Absolutely not. But why would we want it to, right? Because again, there is good to be learned in contrast, right? It helps you identify what you don't want and what you do want. And seeing their relationships develop over time, just like fuels my heart in a whole new way. So for them to not have that on a regular basis, that pulls at me at a whole new level. It, It makes my heart ache at a different level. And maybe you can experience, you've experienced that and you know exactly what I'm talking about as well. Or maybe, you know, this is coming up for you. Um, as a, again, like the change in family dynamics is the one thing that really stops me in my tracks at times. So when, you know, we're looking at our, our mom identity and, and how that mom identity is changing as our kids are growing older, I just want to wrap up with, you know, a, a couple thoughts here on this. Um, we, you know that the moments of motherhood can be challenging um, to navigate emotionally, especially when we feel like we have to be a superhero of some sort, when we feel like we can't show up fully in the emotion, right? And what I would encourage you to do is to allow yourself to feel each and every emotion fully, no matter how long it takes you to move through it. You know, I was... Um, I often recall a friend of mine who talked about dropping her son off for, um, at college for the first time, and he was like states away, right? He went south. So it, again, like not convenient to get there on a, a daily basis or um, a weekly basis for that matter. And I remember her just saying, like, I'm laying on the kitchen floor sobbing and I just can't get out of it. And... That hits me as well because her journey is different than mine. And yet she just allowed herself that space to fully experience the heartache and loss that she was experiencing. Had she just stuffed that feeling, who knows what would have happened, right? And it may not have showed up in in the present future you know the present but down the road like would that have caused her you know to impacted her health in some way would that have um altered her relationship with her second child and and really put the grips on not wanting to let go um but the courage and bravery that she had to just fully experience that emotion and let it be as long as she wanted it to be or as long as it needed to be, okay? Um, I can tell you that there are things that will come up that will absolutely trigger you um, into 
an, an emotional, an emotion that you'll have to navigate again. Even though you feel like you've already processed it, you've moved fo- forward, you've moved through it, there's going to be something that probably will come up that will trigger it. So let me give you an example here. It's, it just happened a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, so my our oldest son had been home for a whole year in a gap year. Um, so it was really great to have three back in the house. And um, again, just... As I mentioned, the noise level was great. The smack talk was funny. Um, the relationships that they all developed at a deeper level is just so heartwarming. Um, and then he moved out a couple weeks ago to start grad school. And as I'm driving home, I hear a song that just always reminds me of him on the radio. And um, I hear it. And when I hear it, it just reminds me of a time that we were together, just the two of us. Um, driving someplace and we were singing it and and it just just uh, stuck with me you know all this time and it was when he was probably I don't know early high school or something like that and so I'm listening to this and and I already feel it just tugging on my heart and then I pull into the driveway and I look ahead in our garage and there is their little bike hanging from the rafter um, the ceiling and it's the bike that all four of my boys just learned to ride without training wheels it's just this little itty bitty thing and I instantly like could remember him learning to ride his bike and it the tears just like came out of nowhere and I just had to sit in my car and finish listening to the song and and look at that bike and um let my heart ache just let it be um, it wasn't the space of, I got to hurry up and get out of the car and, and move on. No, it was the space of my heart telling me to stay, to stay in that moment, just feel that emotion, just know that it'll move through you, but allow the space to do that. So my first thought here is to allow yourself, allow yourself the space to feel the emotions fully. The second thing, and I kind of alluded it, uh, alluded to it as I was sharing that example with my friend, is that, you know, your journey through this, through this mom identity change, through this um, family dynamic change, your journey is not like anybody else's. Yes, there's going to be similarities that you'll experience, but it's really important that you don't compare or judge yourself through this process because it can't be the same. And if other people are going to judge you, that's a reflection on them. That's not you. You know, that that isn't you. So learn to trust that process to fully experience your journey on your time frame and stay out of comparison, stay out of judgment, right? So especially like if you're on social media and they're like, you're looking at those pictures and you're like, oh my gosh, there's just, they're so happy and blah, blah, blah. And mm, you don't always see the, the story behind it, right? You're seeing the glory of the story, but you don't know what else happened behind it. And then the third thing is just remember that your mom identity doesn't define who you are. And that is a challenge, especially when kids start to move out and and move on, because we have wrapped up our self-worth, our um, identity of who we are in labels of life. And the label of mom is one of those labels that has been all-consuming for 
a very long time for most of us, right? And, you know, it's so easy throughout motherhood just to kind of forget who we are and, and put show up for everybody else and put everybody else first. But it isn't just like the self-care and, and working out and eating well and, you know, doing something for yourself. It's really this space where we have become disconnected from our true self through motherhood, through taking on this, this mom identity to a whole new level. And what I encourage you to do is just to allow yourself to throughout the allow yourself time in this transition period to remove that label and really just dive back into your true self of who you are. Because really that is part of the process of reinventing thyself. But you have to allow it. You have to be able to set that label aside and allow some space to, my gosh, like, who am I? Who am I without that label? It's really interesting because if you went up to somebody and you said, yeah, who are you? Well, I, I'm a teacher. I'm a mom. I'm a nurse. I'm a, um, you know, a banker, blah, 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 right? We rattle off all these identities of who we are, but we never really reveal at the core of who we are. So, Again, allow yourself some time in this transition period to really dive deep into all that. So again, my three thoughts are allow yourself to feel each and every moment, each and every motion fully. Your journey is not identical to somebody else's, so no judgment, no comparison. And then number three is to allow yourself to reconnect to the truest essence of who you are by removing that label. Not saying get rid of it. You'll always be mom, right? But don't put your identity of who you are into that label. So if that any of this resonated with you today, I would encourage you to head on over to lifecoachingclassroom.com because we are going to dive into motherhood, um, these identities, these labels that we've put on ourselves, and really look at, you know, how is this holding us back? What do we do? Like, are, are, are you lost in who you are because you have put so much into this identity as mom? Well, again, you're going to want to head on over to lifecoachingclassroom.com and get registered there because, Yes, we are going to dive into this and it is going to be a transformational experience. And that process of reinventing thyself doesn't go away, right? If we want something new in our, in our life, as I mentioned at the beginning, we can't drag our old self along. The journey is always yours, but it wasn't meant to walk alone. So again, that website is lifecoachingclassroom.com. My wish for you is that you move boldly and bravely through this new beginning as your mom identity changes. You move through it boldly and bravely now and beyond. Until next time. Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? Because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, 
I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. One last thing, I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time.